0: I want that guy to continue to buy over and over and over and over and over again from me. And I don't want to have to try and twist his arm to get the money.
1: Hey, podcast listener. You're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. It's John McIntyre, the autoresponder guy. And it's time for episode seven 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 Method Email Marketing Podcast, where you'll discover one simple thing, how to make more money I had to make money, actually, just every time you send an email to your list. Now, today, I'll be talking to Jason Stapleton. Jason is uh, hes not big in the marketing world. He's big in the stock draw. I think it's online trading, Forex trading, stock trading world. Okay. Now, I met Jason on a private Facebook group for people who are going to times of Direct Response. Now, by the time his interview goes live, uh, I will have come back from times of Direct Response, which is going to be a fantastic seminar over in uh, just uh, in Connecticut. It's going to be my first time in the US, and uh, it's, it's this week, but this podcast. Won't go live for about a month. So anyway, so I met him in this group and we started chatting and he mentioned that he'd been listening to the podcast. And uh, so we caught up one day on Skype and I found out that he'd been doing a ton of email marketing and he had some very interesting stuff to say about how he'd built an amazing relationship with his list and he'd done an incredible launch, which you'll hear about in a minute, from himself, from him. And uh, I so I wanted to talk to him. I was like, man, we gotta do a podcast on this. We gotta talk about this stuff because you know I'm new to this. I'm a very aggressive guy when it comes to email, daily emails, sometimes two or three emails in a day, and pitches every day and offering and that works in its own way but there's other ways of going about it okay and maybe they're more effective or maybe they're just different so what I found fascinating about talking to Jason is that he had some great information to share about this how to build that relationship with the list and stuff that I'm honestly not I'm familiar with it, but I wasn't familiar with how well it worked. So like I mentioned with Bond Halbert last week, this has challenged me in some of the ways that I think about marketing, especially email marketing, and I think it's going to be part of the reason I update my email strategy and marketing strategy in the next few months. So get ready for that. To get the show notes for this episode of the email marketing podcast, go to slash 77 Now this week's McMasters, Inside of the week comes from, so inside of the week, not inside of getting a bit slurring, those words there. Uh, It comes from uh, Kurt Vonnegut. Vonnegut. I don't know how to say this guy's last name. He's uh, an old author. And uh, one of the, Rob Hanley, I think it was, posted something quite fascinating into the McMaster's forum, which was a infographic. I'm just looking it up right now. I had the tab open, but you know, tabs disappear sometimes. Stories. There we go. Okay. So he posted this infographic and it had, it's called the shape of stories. Bring it up right now. And uh, it's a fascinating sort of infographic because it's all about how to use the different story arcs that authors use to bring you in and really make it so you can't shut the book, okay? So the basic idea of Kurt uh, Vonnegut, Vonnegut, I don't know how to say it. The basic idea of his thesis was that a story's main character has ups and downs that can be graphed to reveal a story shape. And when you use the benefit of learning to use these stories is when you go and write emails, when you go and uh, write sales letters, when you talk to people, when you want to persuade people and you use a story, you know how to, I mean, stories are the most persuasive thing on the, on the freaking planet, okay? And when you get this, persuasion just becomes so much easier, Okay, for better or for worse, you do have to use this for ethically. Okay, so I'll give you a couple of examples. This, uh, if you go to Google and look up Kurt vonnegut stories in Google Images, you'll find the infographic. It's called the shape the shapes of stories. So one of them is, for example, man in hole. So the image is basically the man sitting in his lounge, room. he's reading a book, he's relaxing. Then something bad happens, he falls down into a hole, so he gets into trouble, and then he obviously gets out of He has an idea at the bottom of the valley. He has an idea. It gets out of trouble. And at the end, he's better for the experience. Okay. Another example, that one's called The Man in Hole. Let's say another one is From Bad to Worse. Let's see. The main character starts off poorly, then gets continually worse with no hope for improvement. That might be more of a uh, tragedy, probably a bit more like Shakespeare. How about this one? Cinderella. Let's see. You know, it doesn't really explain it here, but there's an interesting image there of showing it. You know, sort of goes up the steps and then almost sort of dies, gets thrown in a dungeon, and then ends up becoming the princess or something like that in the end. Anyway, the point of this is when you start to understand that stories and, and that the, there is a blueprint to persuasive stories, you can then start to create these stories, weave them into your marketing, and use the stories to persuade people to help themselves by buying your products and by buying your services. And this is so wonderful for email marketing. This email is a great medium for you to tell stories and uh, build. An incredible relationship with your list, and it also just persuades. It just gets people acting and feeling and doing what you want them to do. Okay, so that's that. Now, that was uh, shared inside McMaster's by, like I said, I think it was Rob Hanley, who you've heard from before uh, on this podcast. And it's just just one of the things going on in the forum. So part of McMaster's is a private membership forum where we get in there and we talk about a bunch of different stuff with marketing, especially with email, but really just marketing in general. Now, the other thing I've been mentioning over the last few weeks is uh, the new templates I've just put inside McMaster's, which are fill in the blank, which means you just Pop one open, fill in the blanks, and load it up with your email. Simple as that. If you want to learn more about Mcmasters, go to themcmethod.com/mcmasters, and you can all the information's there. Anyway, let's get into this interview with Mr. Jason Stapleton. It's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy. I'm here with Jason Stapleton. Now, I met Jason through Titans of Direct Response, actually, which hasn't happened or will have happened by the time this podcast goes live, but right now, as of this recording, Titans hasn't happened, but there's a Facebook group that we've been talking in, and Jason posted in there and said he'd been listening to the podcast, that he got some great results with email marketing. So, we got to talking, we jumped on Skype, had a bit of a chat, and I thought he'd be a great guest for the podcast because he's got some some really cool stuff he's doing with the list, and today, we're going to talk about some of that, which is really about the relational aspect of of what to do with your list. How, everyone says to build a really solid relation, build an engaged list, and they're, they're willing to throw out a couple tips here and there. But, but Jason really has sort of a, a wealth of knowledge on how to actually do it, which uh, that's why I got him on to, you know, uh, so we could talk about that today. Now he's from tradeempower.com. That's his main business, where they help uh, build consistently profitable traders. So they help people learn to trade the markets and do it consistently, profitably. So that's that. Jason, how you going, mate?
0: Hey, I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me
1: good to have you on the show man are you in the studio that i mean last week when we spoke it was last week or two weeks ago you're in this great looking studio it looked like a like you're on tv or something yeah,
0: yeah we are uh, we're attempting to take things to the next level in the way that we deliver content uh to our listeners and so we have uh the studio you saw me in was a smaller studio i have in my home but we actually have uh, a very large studio that can live stream over the internet and we can deliver real-time commentary and information to uh, to our listeners in a, in a way that you know just isn't being done by anybody else, and, and it's just it's it's really cool. I've learned a lot about it uh, about it over the last year or so, and it's been a lot of work and a lot of money, but I think it's going to pay off.
1: That's really cool, man. So before we get into, I mentioned the relationship stuff, and we just chatted about it. Before we get into that, can you give me uh, give the listener a bit more of a background on what you're up to in the online world?
0: Yeah, I I, I started Trade Empowered with my business partner Todd Brown uh, about five years ago, and uh, it was I, I was I was actively an active currency trader. And I decided that I wanted to, to start a company and I sent Todd a note who was a friend of mine and who had been doing something on a small scale for a while and asked him if he wanted to partner up or we, we kind of made the decision to partner up together. And he had the background and the knowledge in, in how you actually start an online company because his, his company, while small, it was kind of a one-man operation, was very successful. And I thought, well, man, if I could build something half as nice as he had already built, then, uh, then I'd feel pretty good about myself. And so I started, I started researching and, and doing a whole bunch of, uh, of training and I, I bought courses. Uh, one of the very first courses I bought was from Ryan Dice, uh, who's just a phenomenal person. I'm, I was in one of his mastermind groups for a while and, and he's very personable, just an extremely good person. And I learned about building funnels and, uh, you know, learned uh, There's a great deal of information about how to generate and cultivate a relationship with your list. And one of the things that Ryan said, I'll never forget it because it's something that I employed and continue to employ in my business is give them your best stuff for free. He said, "If you give them your best stuff for free, then they'll th- then they'll keep coming back for more, and they'll give you money to get the rest of it." And I I took that kind of to a different degree in the sense that I started my company, and I, I actually was on a ninety day cycle where all I would do would be to deliver content to them via email and via video for a solid you know three months before I ever asked them for any money. And so it was a chance for me to you know to put my best foot forward to try and validate what I was doing and what I was trying to teach um, before I ever. Turned around and tried to monetize that that email or, or that individual, and uh, and so we've been doing it now for for several years, and, and like I said, we're we're constantly trying to push the envelope and in, in creating that personal relationship. And one of the best things that we've found is through video. Uh, we, I think you just there's a when you're talking to the camera and, and you're really and it's like you're talking to someone on the other side of that camera. Not only does it create celebrity and authority, which everybody wants to have in their business, but it also develop there's a relationship that develops there on a, on a subconscious level Mm -hmm. and uh, we've been extremely effective at reaching our audience that way
1: Okay. Now, one thing that I've that I'm curious about is I've got a have actually got a bullet point on my site where uh, where people can read about you know why they should sign up to my list. And one of the bullet points says something that says um, basically says uh, why content marketing is bullshit. And the reason why is because I think well my theory was that a lot of people go and do that and, and they, they hear this idea that they need to go and we give a ton of information to build a relationship. And what happens is they either give away the wrong kind of information that's not going to move people further down that sales funnel, or they end up giving people so much information that there's no Reason for them to buy down the track, but it sounds like you've had this, this experience where by, by just delivering so much value, it's actually worked in your favor. You know, you've done it, I guess, the right way, or maybe it just works across the board. It's, I mean, it sounds like it's working for you.
0: Well, you know, ultimately, what you what you in, in my in my opinion, uh, what you have to do is the first thing you have to do is you have to acquire an email address. Okay, you have to acquire information, and then you have to get that guy to continue o- to open up your email that you send. Him. Um, And how do you make those two things happen? Well, acquiring the email can be done through a variety of ways. You can purchase the list. You can provide an ethical bribe. But however that guy gets onto your list, what people tend to forget is that that's a human being on the other end of that. And it's a human being who's interested in some sort of content that you had, whether it was just for a short period of time or not. But while he's there and he's listening... You you have to respect the fact that he's a human being, and when you communicate with him, you don't ever want to communicate. One of the things that I learned from from Frank Kern, um, who Frank Kern's a real good at a lot of things. He's a he's a pretty good copywriter, but what he's exceptional at is developing a personal relationship through video. And one of the things that Frank said was, "Don't ever send them an email. Don't ever communicate them with them where they're not where you're not adding value." And so what Frank did, which was genius, is he would start out and he would say, hey, let me I've learned something really cool. Let me show it to you. And then he shows them the little cool trick or the thing that he learned. He says, if you want to know, there's a whole bunch more about this that uh, I want to teach you. And if you'd like to know more, just go ahead and click the little button underneath the video and uh, it'll take you there. And sure enough, when you click on the button, there's an order form there and a, a little sales page and says, uh, you want to buy my stuff? Uh, but every time you open the email from Frank, there's value there. And so what I decided to do was I want to do the same thing. Whenever I communicate, I want to add value. And the way I did that initially was I started a uh, essentially a video podcast where every single week I went through the markets and I started talking about what I thought was going to happen over the course of the next week. And I did some training on on structure analysis and some of the other things that are important in our business and then I said, hey, if you like this, then here's where you can get more information. Go ahead and sign up for my list and you know, join my little subscription program. And it just worked like gangbusters. Uh, the validation that you provided to them in doing what it was you were claiming to be an expert on has a massive amount of value.
1: But I suppose, is there a risk that that you give them either the wrong kind of information or you give them too much information so they don't need to? So, like in Frank Kern's case, he's giving them, let's say you've got 10 tips, you give them the first tip, which is a really good tip, and then say the nine others, you know, click the button below and you can go get the other nine. But that's sort of like a, you know, you're in the supermarket, in the supermarket, and they offer you, you know, a, a taste of a biscuit. And then you, you take the biscuit, you eat it. You're like, wow, that tasted great. I want, a, I want 10 of them. I want a whole packet. And then you have to go buy the box.
0: Do you know what I mean? I, I would just, yeah, no, I, I get it. And I, I've just never thought of it that way. I've never treated it that way when, when I looked at it. I'm like, okay, how do I rope these guys into buying my stuff? don't get me wrong. There's a massive amount of sales and marketing and, you know, funneling that happens and to create interest and desire and to build that authority and, you know, to line people up at the gate. What I like to do is I like to have people at the end of the day when I open up the cart and I say, hey, come and get my stuff. I want them just like just like driving like it's uh, here in America. We've got the the sales that happen around the holiday, the Black Friday sale Mm. where people are just. You know they're literally breaking down the doors to get what you've got, and there's a massive amount of sales and marketing that goes into that side. But for me, it's it's always been a matter of if I just keep providing really great information, people will keep coming back and asking me for more. And it doesn't matter whether I say, hey, um, if I if I sell a forty-nine dollar subscription, they want the three hundred dollar product, and if I sell the three hundred dollar product, they want the three thousand dollar product. And if they get them done with a $3,000 product, a portion of them will want the $10,000 mastermind program. And so we're, we're literally like continuing to create levels um, inside of our organization to handle the need and the desire from our clients to simply be able to do more with us. Mm. And, uh, and I just, I think it's critically important that again, if you're providing a massive amount of value and you actually are good at what you do, there's a, there's a huge opportunity there for you to create a list. I mean, I recently did a a launch for a product that we had to a small list of about 14,000 people. And to give you an idea of of the power, I'll share some numbers with you. Um, but the power that's involved with being able to cultivate a personal relationship with the list Mm. is that I did a three video campaign. So I just did three videos, showed them the product, explained why they needed to buy it in for lack of a better way of explaining it. And over the course of three days, it brought in just shy of three quarters of a million dollars off of a or 14,000 person list. Hmm. And I attribute that entirely to... The relationship that we develop with that list the trust that we build with that list
1: right and part of that so part of that building that relationship building that trust is doing this you know really over delivering with the content this is cool man I'm getting ideas for my own stuff I'm about to revamp uh, probably within the next two to three months all the email marketing stuff I'm doing and uh, it's just so good to get ideas from smart guys like you to see how I'm going to change things and then you know push it out to the world but you said when we were talking before it sounds like you've got a number of tips what are some other ways that you're using some other strategies that you're using to really create that incredible relationship with your list.
0: Um, consistency is important. The guys have to know, like the the video that I do every week. I still do it. I've been doing it since I since 2000 and late 2008. And virtually every week, without fail, I'm in there doing the video, and people wait for it. If I don't email it out, if for some reason I'm gone, I get emailed. Let's say, hey, where's our where's our preview this week? There's people who are sitting there waiting for it at the end of the day. What's and so the video? Consistency, it's, all it is, is is a video of me, and I, I have a camera set up in the studio that you saw. I sit in, the, in my desk in front of my computer screens, and I say, okay, let's take a look at some charts. Here's what I think is going to happen, and here's why. So here's what I think you ought to be watching for next week as the markets start to open. Open, and here's where i think the best money is going to be made uh and what i'm going to be looking to trade that's it it's about 15 minutes 20 minutes long depending on uh, on what we do it's almost like and a short
1: podcast you just say hey what's up here's some kind of you know news updates some you know That sort of
0: thing. Yeah, it's it's actionable information that they can take away every single week, and then on occasion we'll break from that, and I'll do some training because there'll be a good training opportunity, and I'll say, okay, let me teach you a a little technique here. Let me show you something that's really cool that most people don't know, and uh, and then I say, you know, uh, every once in a while, I'll say, hey, if you like this, go and uh, and join my uh, join my syndicate, and you can join me every single day when I do. And then once they're in there, then you know they they spend some time in there, and we say, hey, maybe you'd like to learn a little bit more and, and take a full training course and sure enough there's a certain percentage of the people who roll over and do that and you know it's it's all about i i'm never pushy one of the things i'm not to my own horn but i am a very 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 good salesman but i do a. I we use a consultative approach so i never demand we never heavy hand we always lead and direct So we know where we want the client to go. And ultimately, we feel like it's in his best interest because we do know what we're talking about. And I do believe I have a product that's of extreme value to people. Hmm. And so I want to lead them to that end. But how we do that is through a process of consultation. It's not through any trickery.
1: It reminds me of uh, Perry Marshall's power curve, where you've got people coming in on the front buying your forty-seven dollar subscription, and then yeah, a certain percentage of them are going to take the three hundred dollar product, and then a certain percentage of those are going to you know, jump up to the two thousand dollar product, and it just keeps going up.
0: No, you're you're exactly right, and you know one of the things that I've found is extremely effective is and something that Glenn Beck of all people. I don't know if you know Glenn Beck. He's a, a radio show ho- and TV show host here in America Um, and despite what your listeners might think of his political views he is one of he is an amazing marketer and one of the things that he does very very well is he draws a line in the sand and he says you are either on that side with them or you are on this (laughs) side with us and they create that barrier uh, that commitment level barrier and I attempt to do the same thing in my market by simply saying look you're either committed or you're not. If you're not committed, then I have a massive amount of free information online for you. There's more. I, if you go to my YouTube page, there is more free content and training there, and better content and training than you will get in most thousand-dollar courses that you buy on, you know, for forex trading or for futures trading. And it's there just for free. I said, so that's for you because, you know, you're not ready to commit to what we do. But if you are ready to commit, then here's where you need to go. And here's what it's going to take in terms of your time, your effort, your energy and your money. Mm. And what happens is, is when people cross that line, they're ultra committed refund rates of, you know, one half of one percent on on year over year. You know, people come in, they're ready to go and they, they don't they know exactly what they're getting. It's we've just it's been incredibly effective across the board. We haven't always had successes, but it's been phenomenally successful for us being brand new at this. I mean, we, we you had uh, Brian on uh, on the radio show, on your podcast the other day. He's been in this for like thirty years. Uh, I've been in this five. I'm, I'm a child when it comes to you know some of these guys. And I just look in awe at what they've been able to accomplish because, to me, internet and, and email marketing is one of the quickest and easiest and most effective ways for you to reach an audience. Yeah. And uh, you know, you don't have to drop forty thousand dollars on a you know on a marketing campaign through direct mail to try and get people to buy your stuff. Um, you could do it with a, a, a minuscule budget and. Uh, you your listeners ought to go and, and, and they ought to get your training on that stuff because it, it will, it'll, it'll change your business, it'll change your life.
1: One thing I'm curious about is, is you mentioned consistency. And so we've got this idea of you want to be, you know, just creating tons and tons of value that you're giving away for free and you want to be doing it consistently. But what I'm really curious about is uh, say someone's got, you know, a blog or a podcast or they're advertising on Facebook or Google and someone gets onto their list through maybe, uh, you know, an email opt-in, uh, just, you know, a free email opt-in. Maybe they've bought a product and they get onto an email list. What's, look after that after they get on there and they've given the email address I know we need to be over delivering and I know we need to be doing it consistently but what's sort of the rough uh, you know flow you know sort of like the rough flow chart for what happens there are we doing an email should we be doing an email a day for the first week and then two emails a week after that for a month and then one email a week after that like do you have a sort of a formula that you follow
0: well you know there are there's are, there are several different ways to do it uh, you know you have an agora model is, is very simple is there there's no There's no real personalization to that at all. It's like you get on the email list, you you download or get the free subscription to their little newsletter or whatever it is, and then you know Stansberry or whoever they they just hammer you with emails uh, with offer after offer after offer. And that's one. It's it's a marketing strategy that's very effective, but it wasn't the type of business that I wanted to run. I actually wanted to have that relationship with people. And so what I did was if you if you signed up, it was kind of funny because. The first year we were in business, we did uh, about $780,000. And if you went to our website, there was nothing you could buy. Not a thing. All there was was just pages and pages and pages of free content. And we did all of our selling through email marketing. And we did one offer every 90 days. So I would take everybody who came onto the list and I would do nothing but deliver content to them for 90 days and then I would make an offer. Then another 90 days. And then what do you mean make an offer?
1: offer? Do you mean you'd have like an email launch sequence of say three or four emails? Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, the, like a Jeff Walker launch, right? Here's a three-video campaign and we would bring in, uh, you know, and that was we would bring in a big chunk of money over the course of, of that launch period. Um, yeah. So we do a two-week cycle, right? And normally that that included, what that started out being was I would hold a live two-week-long webinar series, a boot camp, for example, Hmm. and I would say, come join me for two solid weeks, and I'll teach you a bunch of stuff about trading. And over, at the end of that two weeks, I said, if you like that, then I'm doing a 90-day course and you can join that 90-day course. And it was, I think it was like $3,000 for, uh, for the training course. Hmm. Well, over that 90 days, I would teach that group of traders who said yes, and I would build more and more, more rapport with all the new people who were coming on the list. Now, one of the downsides to a marketing strategy like that is your revenue comes in really big spurts. And you better hope that every 90 days you have a very successful campaign and a very successful launch mm. because if you don't, then you're going to be starving. And we started to recognize that. And so what we started doing was creating content and subscription products and things like that to offer in between to try and smooth out you know, equity in the business and cash flow. And that worked uh, has worked extremely well for us, and and now we have smaller products. And I typically will bring guys in and do an offer, say once a month. But I'll segment the list out, so I'll make an offer to this group of people who bought a specific product, and then the next month I'll do a uh, uh, an offer to this group of people who hasn't bought a product. Hmm. And the the idea there is that a guy's not constantly getting hit with offers. Um, and it's been uh, and, and like I said, I. If you're trying to build and maintain relationship with a list, uh, that's the way to do it.
1: Okay. In so what, what's board. the advantage of it doing it that way? Like you get the Agora way, which is probably more what I'm doing right now with daily, you know, an email going out every day with, with more or less an offer in it. And that does work. But so what you're talking about is doing, I guess, taking a more long-term approach. And there is the benefit. You do have a more engaged list. But do you end up with a list of, say, I think some people are going to be curious that, so you end up with a list of, say, what you might call freebie seekers or freeloaders because they're used to getting free information from you. It sounds like that's not the case. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and, and they can stay on as long as they want to and continue to get free information. I'd I love to have them there because eventually they're either going to have nothing but good things to say about me or eventually we're going to turn them into a buyer. Um, so I don't mind those guys being there. Uh, one of the things that we're able to develop by creating a personal relationship rather than just like a consistent email every single day with an offer is that lifetime value of client. what Agora looks at a specific way and they look at it in terms of share a wallet. There's a certain amount of money that this individual is going to spend on this specific topic over a set period of time. And our goal is to extract as much money over that period of time as humanly possible uh, because of, and then to, to have them go on their way. And like I said, I I, there's nothing unethical about that marketing strategy. But for me, what I want is I want that guy to continue to buy over and over and over and over and over again from me. And I don't want to have to try and twist his arm to get the money. Hmm. Um, And so the lifetime value of client for us is is really, really good. Um, We I think the lifetime value of client for us is somewhere between twelve hundred and fifteen hundred dollars. That means for for every single guy who gives us a buck, he'll give us 1,500 bucks. We can pay a lot, a lot for a lead, more than anybody else that I know of because our lifetime value of client is so high. And that is directly tied back to how we treat and how we respect the people who are on that list. Because it's not, again, you're, you're thinking about it wrong if you're thinking about, oh, it's my list. No, it's a collection of people who really are interested in what it is that you have to share. That, that's a human being on the other end of that. It's Ted, who's an electrician, who's trying to get out of his dead-end job. Mm. And it's, it's Tom, who's a, who's a doctor, who's 65, who's rolling into retirement, and who's trying to figure out how he's going to manage his own money. You know, they're, they're, you know they're, they're human beings. They're people. And when you start thinking about it like that, it changes. You know, cha- it, for me, it changed who I wanted to be because I, I, I wanted to be the face of the company, and i didn't want you know i didn't want to go home feeling dirty at the end of the day
1: hmm, i like that it sounds like the like the goal here is i think a lot of people will resonate with this is being a person instead of just being a marketing machine that's designed to like you said extract as much money as possible in the shortest period of time to look at it more like it's a dynamic you know, it's like a marriage or it's like your girlfriend or boyfriend. It's like a growing dynamic relationship where you, you know, you meet up for coffees and you go out to dinner and you go out and do holidays and trips together and you're on a journey together. It's not you just trying to slap them with as many products as possible.
0: Yeah, no, like like in in my videos and in my morning video with the with the guys who are on subscription with me, I talk about my family. I talk about the you know vacation that we went on. I talk about the you know what the, the stupid stuff my kids do. Um we develop that the, the whole goal is to develop a personal relationship. It can't really be personal because you're you know, you're not friends, but there is a relationship that's developed. Point and open. There's a trust that's developed.
1: One cool thing I think about this, too, is, is that you could send out, say, I mean, you could turn up in, say, New York next week for this conference and send out an email and say, hey, I don't know if you do this, but you say, hey, I'm in New York, I'm going to be at this bar, I'm putting up a meetup together, if you guys want to come hang out, I'll, I'll buy the first round of drinks or something like that, 7.30, this bar, this street, here's the address, and I bet you by the sound of it, you'd have people show up, you could sit down, you could hang out, shake their hands and get to know them. And not many Yeah, I do it, every, it. I
0: do it every time. Oh, yeah, every time I go somewhere. Yeah, I sent out an email and I was in Dallas recently and I said, hey, I'll be in Dallas. I was in San Francisco last year, got the chance to meet with a couple of my clients. Um, I'll be in London uh, speaking at the Money Show in September. No, I'm sorry, November of this year. And uh, I have a bunch of people from the UK who are members and, and who are clients of mine who haven't had the chance to come to the United States and I'll be meeting with them there. So, yeah, there, I mean, that was another thing is I didn't want to have to hide from my clients. You know, I wanted to be able to meet these guys. I wanted to be able to share in their experiences. And, and you know, I derive a great deal of, of joy and, and satisfaction in helping people achieve a goal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that because I've kind of got – it's interesting. What I do is – I mean, you've seen – I don't know if you've seen it or not, but – It's, you know, tell a story and slide into some sort of a pitch. It's got to tell a parable, tell some sort of story. So there is value in the email. It might be inspiration or it might be a tip that, you know, email marketing is about empathy, and then it leads into a pitch. So it's sort of trying to bridge those two gaps, give away some value, but also give away you know also make an offer and uh, cool. I don't know if it works as well as your one does in terms of that relationship but I've, it's it's blown me away sometimes as some people have responded one guy said if I'm ever in Germany I think it was, it was maybe two guys one guy in Germany one guy in LA or something so if I ever if I ever rock up there let them know and I can crash on their couch and <laughs> the first time that happened I was like what what that's crazy <laughs> yeah. So no,
0: it's that it's that relationship, and, and you know, you know what? It's uh there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing it exactly the way you're doing it, and, and I don't I don't claim to have the right way. I just you know the way I've done it has blown my mind just in terms of the gratitude, and, and and you know I I like I like going to work every day, and and I like the the clients that I have, and if I don't like the clients, I just send them on their give them their money back and send them on their way. Mm. You know, I, I don't, uh, I made a decision a long time ago that I didn't want to do anything that I didn't want to do and I wasn't going to do it anymore. And so I don't like doing taxes. So somebody else does that for me. I don't <laughs> like mowing my own lawn. So somebody else does that for me. I don't, if you're, you know, a jerk of a client, uh, you just get your money back because I don't need it. Mm. Um, there are plenty of other people and, tough life, uh, that I'm, yeah, yo, yo, no, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. Let me tell you, the life I'm of sitting in my, uh, home studio talking to you, you know, it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's baffling to me, you know, how far and what we've been able to achieve in, in our company and our, with our marketing strategy, uh, over the last several years, I'm, I'm just, I, and I'm excited for the Titans event too. I know you mentioned that, uh, and getting to meet some of the, you know, some of the real legends in our business and, uh, and what they're doing. And, and I may be eating crow when we get back, I may, I may say, don't, don't do that interview John because I, I learned a bunch of stuff at Titans and I, I don't think that way anymore but the way we, the way we're doing it has been uh, you know I, I I enjoy what we do and, and it's been we've been making a lot of money
1: yeah I've certainly noticed it worked that way with the podcast you know I started this podcast you know, the email marketing podcast if you can call it that way back when oh, about a year ago I think uh, I' was sitting around in yeah just over a year ago here in Thailand and at first I wasn't really sh- I just knew it was a, sound like a cool idea a nice little way to get traffic and get some authority but I had no idea how much just what it would do like now I, I get emails and, and emails from people Got like going to Titans and stuff, chatting with Brian Kurtz, the guy who's putting it on just via email just because I had him on the podcast and then looking at how that creates. I got an email from someone the other day. He might be listening to this right now. He said he was in, I told a story how I was in Thailand and uh, I'd made a green smoothie or something. He's like, all right. That's a cool story, but I think I can top it. Then he says a while back, he <laughs> ended up, so I'm not going to go into all the details, but he ended up going to prison in Thailand. Um, he got sentenced for, I think it was like 25 years or something, got out after 10 and now he's learning direct response marketing. He's given up that old life of his. <laughs> he says, the podcast. Yeah, He's loving the podcast. And uh, I remember I got that name. I was like, well, that is so cool.
0: <laughs> well, I don't even know how I came across your podcast, but I had been looking for, uh, you know, I, I was I listened to John Carlton's podcast and. And I, I, I'm always looking for them. And most of them are so bad. Most podcasts are so bad. Mm. And, uh, you know, I downloaded a couple of your episodes. And I'm like, man, this is really good. And then I saw, I'm like, man, this guy's got a lot of really big names coming on his podcast at just incredibly entertaining and valuable information. Mm. And, uh, and I was hooked and that's why I, you know, I just, uh, I, I reached out to you and said, Hey man, I, I want to talk to you about <laughs> what you're doing because this is really cool and uh, and and i just uh, you know i think we we met on the on the facebook form and i just said man you got one of the best marketing podcasts out there. Yeah. and uh, you know it's, it's really i'm i i know you deserve every success cuz it's, it's really cool <laughs> cheers
1: <laughs> i still don't have that studio that you've got oh, right now i'm in a coffee oh i'm outside in a coffee shop you probably hear the trucks going past so i no, still I'm just, still have only this been <laughs> doing
0: it a year you only been doing it a year it's coming it's on its way <laughs>
1: All right, man. <laughs> right on time here. Before we go, if people want to learn more about you, if they want to send you an email, or go check out this Trade Empowered, where's the best place to do all those things?
0: Uh, you can go to tradeempowered.com, or you can uh, my email address is just Jason at tradeempowered.com. That that one goes to uh, goes to my phone, so you can email me there if you uh, if you've got any questions. But uh, I really enjoyed chatting with you. Thanks for having me on the show.
1: Likewise, Jason. Thanks for coming on. All of those links in the show notes at tradeempowered.com. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the Autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more.